Spoilers. It's time for another newsletter. This one is for July 31st, 2020. I'm recording it in the back of my semi as I sit in a parking lot in Billings, Montana with AC blasting because it's hot. So what I'm thinking about today is uh, the alternate history of Elumia Egla, which you probably know is one of my main characters in Beggar's Rebellion and in the books that follow. So Reviews are a pretty good place to find out what's working and what's not in my books. Basically, if people care enough to write a review, they're either excited to talk about this one awesome thing, or they're dying to get something loathsome off their chest. Either way, as an author, I take notes, and one of the most consistent things I read from the Resonant Saga, especially Beggar's Rebellion, is that readers like one character better than the others. Any guesses who? It could be Audrill, or yeah, probably not Audrill. It's Ella. Probably not a surprise there. Seems like everybody likes her better, and a lot of the reviewers say that they actively kind of dislike Ty, which is fair. I think I'd write him differently if I was doing it now, and I have thoughts about doing it now, but probably not going to go there. I've got too many new books I want to write to go back and keep rewriting this thing, which I, to be fair, have already written eight or nine times. It's the book I learned how to write on basically. Not that I'm done, but I learned a lot with this book. But what's interesting about that is that Ella also changed a lot, a lot more than Ty has, actually. At one point, I basically deleted all of her chapters and rewrote them because they needed to be so different, and I decided they needed to be so different. Part of that was that her story was meandering. She kind of did this and that, and it didn't have a focus. She didn't have a particular goal in mind. And the other part was that I was trying to be George R. R. Martin. That means basically one of two things. Either I killed her off, or I killed somebody important early, uh, Ned Stark style, or there was some sex. I'm going to let you guess which one. Some of you who've been around since the very beginning probably know this, but it's option number two. There was some sex, which is to say a lot of sex. Ella was a sex worker in the first couple of drafts. She was not balancing books as she was traveling on the Swallowtail Mistress. She was doing some other kinds of work for Audrill and the other men who were on the boat. Um, I decided to change it. And there's a lot of reasons why. One of them was, and probably the main one, was that sex work, well, yeah, so sex work didn't really fit with who I wanted Ella to be. Being an accountant is a lot closer to her kind of scholarly and bookish nature, even though she's also a badass, but she's a scholarly bookish badass. <laughs> So it didn't really feel right for her character. It was kind of just like something salacious, which is how I understood Jar Jar R. Martin's writing. And at the time, it was selling really well because he was still publishing books. Another reason was that a lot of people who read her had trouble connecting with her because they didn't know any sex workers and didn't really understand what that life would be like. Um, and I realized that if I was going to keep it as is, I was going to need to educate a lot of people and need to have a lot more information myself to do it well. And um, basically, if I wasn't trying to make a point about sex work, I should probably step back. And so I did. And the other one was that it just felt a little bit too expected. I think we see a lot of sex workers not handled very carefully in fantasy, especially female characters. And I don't know that I was doing anything new with it. And like I said, for the other reasons, it wasn't really working. So I looked for something else, some kind of character that you don't read very often in fantasy, like... A badass accountant. <laughs> so I went with a badass accountant, um, which fit her better in the long run anyway. 
And it looks like from the reviews I get that it was the right move. People like her a lot better. If I do ever write this again, I might do the same thing to Ty. A street urchin is kind of another trope that we have in fantasy. The orphan who's living on the streets with secret magical powers. I mean, in retrospect, it's like, yeah, I should have gone a little deeper. Not that the book is bad, but I think I'm going to make him a woodcarver. If we ever go back to it, he's going to be apprentice woodcarver. But that's another story I may never write. Uh, In this newsletter, basically, I thought it would be fun to uh, give you a peek of Ella's alternate history. A long time back, I sent a few of those chapters Uh, or I think just the first chapter, but uh, I've got so many more readers and now listeners that I thought I'd share it again, plus uh, a couple more chapters. So we're doing chapters one through three this time, and they do come with a pretty strong content warning. Uh, I don't get explicit in my books very often, but uh, five years ago, I was still trying to be Martin, who does. So there are some details in this draft, some true details. You'll see them in the first couple lines. So consider yourself warned. And I'm not actually going to read the chapters uh, in this podcast. So you can uh, you can look up the liner notes and they'll have a link to the pages where you can read them. Um, or if I get ambitious, maybe I will post an audio version of it. But this is also kind of a secret history. It's not something that I want spread out there too widely. So maybe not. Maybe you're going to have to read them. Anyways, if you do get around to them, I'd love to hear what you thought about it. I think the changes were for the best, but I think I lost some things too in there. Maybe some of the relationships make more sense now. So curious what you think about it after having read the real one. For me personally, I am finally sold out of this load of peaches I've been working on. They were wonderful, and it was a long sale, and I'm happy to be done. And it looks like we got a little bit of a gap between these and cherry season, so I'm going home. It hasn't been a month at all. I think it's been two and a half weeks maybe, but it feels like a long time. Miss my kids, miss my wife. And, uh, man, my daughter especially just turned seven months and she's changing fast. So I got to get back there and you know, it's only a 13 hour drive. So what the hell? I'm also part of a giveaway this month. You can find that in the liner notes. If you are listening to this soon enough, it actually ends later today. So you're going to have to be pretty quick on the draw, but I just thought I'd mention it. And I recently switched the ebook that I'm giving away to new subscribers. So if you subscribe to Urchin's Gambit and you want to read Assassin's Tribute, hit me up. My email is listed in the information on the podcast, and I will send you that one with goals, of course, to get both of those into audio soon so that if you're an audio first kind of person, you can listen to them. And the final note is a follow up from last month when I said, hey, uh, if you have somebody you want to kill off on the page, I'd love to hear the story of why, and maybe I'll work them into the new book, Ruin Blessed. And uh, what I've concluded is that you're a very nice person if you read the last email, because you did not respond with the old villains that you want to see destroyed in a terrible way. Uh, Literally no one did. So uh, I'm going to take that as you're nice people and not that you don't read my emails or listen to them. (laughs) Uh, Who knows? The truth is out there. Uh, Either way, nice talking to you for a minute. Uh, You can always hit me back with an email or text or, you know, however you want to get in touch. I hope that you're getting some good reading in this summer or this winter if you're down in Australia. I'm getting a little bit of reading done, not a lot of writing, but there's a lot stewing up here. So looking forward to putting it on the page for you. Till then, take care, my friends.